Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Please take your seats. School is now in session. Welcome to Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool. The Homeschool Podcast. Why? Because it was homeschool. It's time to document the journey. Welcome back to Homeschool Podcast. I'm Augustino Zoida. I'm the host of the Homeschool Podcast. And uh, it's nice to have an in-house guest. It always is these days to have somebody here in person get that human touch again, you know. Um, My guest, Doc Willis, is in the building again. And uh, it's great to have you back on, Doc. Yeah, man. Um, Augustino, always good to be here, man. We got a little catching up to do, dude. Yeah, we do. We got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. um, Really quick, uh, this episode is brought to you by ShareASale. Listen, guys. I know a lot of you, you work hard on your podcast or maybe a blog that you write or your website, whatever it is, but you don't know how to make money off of it. Right now, sign up for Share a Sale and you can start making money off sponsors like I do. Listen, you, you, hear, you listen to my podcast and you're sitting there going, how does this guy get sponsors? And you know, he know, He's no better than me. You know, what I mean? I, How do all these people get sponsors? Listen, guys, this is how you get sponsors. Click the link in the description and fill out the application. Almost everybody gets approved. You just fill out the application to become an affiliate on ShareASale. And ShareASale has tons of sponsors. You've heard me talk about them from Masterclass to Puffy Mattress to uh, Embrace Pet Insurance, which are currently all of my sponsors. And that's how I got them. You fill out the application to become an affiliate for ShareASale. Click the link in the description. You've got nothing to lose. It costs you absolutely nothing to, to fill it out, and odds are you're going to get approved, and you can just start going through uh, whatever products and services you think will be best for your audience, and there you go. You get your personal link, and you start making money off your podcast, blog, website, whatever it is that you do, but it's time to make some money, and right now, with everybody struggling in the world with uh, jobs and 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 figuring out new avenues to make money from home. This is a great way to start earning money. So right now, don't wait any longer. Click the link in the description and sign up for Share a Sale today. Also, I want you guys to do me a favor and uh, please download my new album. It just came out. I'm sorry I didn't give you much of a heads up. Um, it was supposed to be out in June on Father's Day weekend, but because of COVID, the the warehouse got closed down over the summer. And uh, so I put a delay on everything. So my album didn't come out when it was supposed to. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I just found out that it was out last week. They didn't tell me nothing. I just went and looked, and I was like, oh, shit, my, my album's out. I didn't get to do a pre-sale or nothing like that. So 
So I'm just struggling for my life here trying to get people to download it to get the numbers up because I didn't get to do a pre-sale. Normally, you, you, you know, on the release date, you already got numbers back in you, but I got to climb from the bottom up, which is uh, totally my, my career. I'm used to that anyway. So, uh, but do me a personal favor, guys, and download the album. It's worldwide, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. It's out there. All you got to do is download it. And uh, if some of you guys already subscribe to the Apple Music or Amazon Music, the Unlimited, then um, it's a free download for you. All you got to do is type my name in, find my album. It's called The Bad Guy, and you download it. I will put a, a link in the description for Amazon and Apple downloads. And then um, also you can go to my website, homeschoolpod.com, and you'll find it on there. And that's it, you guys. So uh, that's it. We got through the business. Share a sale, and you got to download the album. That's it. All the links are in the description. Doc, did you find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only found one of them, though. Uh, uh, so one of, the, one of the quotes out of the- We were talking about a couple of things before we started recording, but we got into, uh, I don't know how, but we got into Steve Martin's book. A couple, which I've never read, but it's I own it. Born stand up, Bo- uh, born standing up, right? Yeah, born standing up. And uh, so some of the quotes that kind of from that book kind of stood out with you. How long yeah. ago did you read it? I would say at least about four or five years ago. Wow, maybe a little bit longer than that. And some of those quotes just stood out, like you, that you yeah, always remembered them. Yeah. Okay, which one did it, you it's, find? It's not even so much as the quote, but it's more of the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I when I when the moment, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. But uh, this moment right here, he says. Uh, this is when he bombed uh-huh. <laughs> in San Francisco. Then he went back east and he started doing shows in Nashville. And then all of a sudden, things kind of started working for him. And he said, uh, at one particular show, he said, another night, I took them to a club across the street and we watched another act. I was a new, I was a new enough performer that there was no overblown celebrity worship which meant I could do the show and carouse the streets uninterrupted by ill-timed requests for autograph or photos. <laughs> Even though I had done the act hundreds of times, it became new to me this hot, muggy week in Nashville. The disparate, the disparate elements I began with 10 years before, God damn, this phone has flipped the goddamn picture, <laughs> <laughs> had become unified. My road experience had made me tough as steel, and I had total command of my material. But most importantly, I felt really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Like that moment, you got it. Like when you get to this part in the book, it's like before this, there's just so much bombing. You're like, are you fucking kidding That's me? It. So he talks a lot about bombing. Yeah, man. It's like the whole first half. <laughs> You're like, are you fucking? You're reading the book like this is impossible. Yeah. You like, and, and he's a great performer. Yeah. But he's not. He's the not stand like a brilliant entity. stand-up. Yeah, yeah, like everybody's like, fuck it. But he was brilliant in his style. Yeah. You know what I believe? Other than, and I wouldn't even put him in all, as much, Robin Williams. But I would say he, like Steve Steve Martin and... And Robin Williams? No, not Robin Williams. Sorry. Uh, Andy, uh, the one that killed himself. Andy Kaufman. Oh, oh Those yeah, are yeah, like yeah. the first alt comics that I Super know. Alt, yeah. Super alt. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like... He bombs and bombs and bombs, and then this show happens, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden, it's like a pop. He yeah. feels funny. Then next thing you know, this Rolling Stone colonist writes about him. Then he have a moment where it just takes off, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're reading this book, and then by the time you get near the end, he's selling out 45,000 seats theaters. You're like, are you fucking? So it's just like, 
And then once he got into movies, it wasn't that like it for him for stand up. Like he just was done. Yeah, like his well, first well, big movie, he was like, "I'm done with stand up." Well, no, you know what he said in the book. He said that he did a show, I think, in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he said that in the show, he looked in the back, and while he was performing, there were a couple seats empty. Mm. <laughs> and they fuck with him <laughs> he was like yeah. oh my like as if it's over because you watched it build yeah and, it, and that was the beginning of the reverse yeah. so you're like no nah. <laughs> yeah he's like no nah, because you get high yeah off of every seat being filled and he said them yeah. few seats fucked with him and Man. that that's what really made him go nah wouldn't it be funny to... if it was like one but like party bus that just couldn't make it to the show <laughs> he just yeah, stopped they doing tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a flat tire. <laughs> like, fuck, we missed Steve Martin. <laughs> like, I quit. Yeah. I heard uh, that he recently um, got on stage again. Maybe this is a year or two old um, with Seinfeld. When Seinfeld was on the road. Seinfeld was doing, you know, he does like Vegas and theaters here uh, here and there. And I, I heard that he recently like popped in at one of Seinfeld shows and went up for like a couple of minutes. That's another comedian who they try to put in the greats. Mm-hmm. But when I watch Seinfeld, I'm like. Seinfeld, nah. yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, you for know me. what? So many people th- say that. Like, he's not the comics comic because there's no. He he's a like it's I don't know it's not so much that he's afraid. He doesn't but he take doesn't risks. Cross any, yeah, and so when risks. so for comics yeah. that really value comedy, yes, they're like, yeah, you ain't. You ain't doing it, bro. You yeah. standing, you stand right there at the edge. You're not like uh-huh. George Carlin crossing we, that yeah, line, or Richard like Pryor, see, or Chappelle, or Chris. You know. You know. Um, I I had heard once that Louis C.K.'s the first time one of his albums went like he made his first million. I had heard that it was. I don't know how true this is. A statistic showed that it was mostly comedians that bought it. Yeah, I wouldn't and, doubt it. Right. And but hey, I not, nothing against Seinfeld, but he didn't need to impress the comedians. He impressed his nah, audience. Like, I don't think it, like, it was we, such a universally material. Like he could perform anywhere. Yeah. And one interesting thing to me, I don't remember if I saw this in one of his documentaries or if it was in the not recent, but the special before that, where it was um, Seinfeld special, but he was just doing his old material and it kept cutting in and out of uh, how he got where he was and showed where he grew up and stuff. I think it maybe was that one where he was saying, like, you got to remember that when I started stand-up, there was no such thing as the headliner. There was no such thing as, like, a comic who was going to... When you started stand-up? No, Seinfeld says that, like, you got to remember when I started stand-up, like, I had no dreams and admirations to be headlining the road. There wasn't such a thing. What? When did he start comedy? I don't know, dude, but I think he started when he was like, like 19 years old or something. I don't know what year that I was. I would have to, yeah, because you like, that's he was saying like there was Carlin, Pryor, Cosby. It's like, I want to say they, they hit after he started, though. Okay, yeah, that would, that would have to be. I would have to fact mm-hmm. check that. that Let's don't look that up. Legit. I mean, yeah. hey, he says this, but I, I thought that kind of makes sense. He was like, it was oh. just, he goes, it was only just getting laughs. Like, I, it was just like telling jokes. Or you, you might open for a music act like Sinatra or something like, well, you know. Pryor died, I mean, uh, Carlin died at what, 70-something? I, I believe 70s. so. So he's been dead now for like almost 20 years, mm-hmm. right? Probably. Sounds about right. So Seinfeld is how old, bro? Seinfeld's 60-something. So that would make him 20 years ago and make him 40-something. Yeah. So then do the math. It well, don't he, sound right. I don't know. It's, I mean, we'd have to look it up. Yeah, see what, that don't sound right to what me. What year did he start and Man. who was out? That's what he says. He says that Because no, even uh, when he, he said that 
and I, 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 I think what people don't, what especially comedians don't respect about Seinfeld on that level, mm-hmm. is based on he did the same hour over yeah. and over for years. Yeah, and he said it himself. If you go watch Talking Funny with uh, Richard Gervais, Talk Funny, whatever the name of the show, with him, okay. Louis, Richard oh, I didn't Gervais, see it. no, I don't know what it is, and Chris Rock. Okay. That's the one that Louis got in trouble and everybody was on Chris Rock back because Louis said the N-word on Oh, there. really? Oh, you Chris, why you let him say it? Okay, and it I was have back heard in the, the day event. And then they brought it back. But yeah. you, people look it up. Y'all see what I'm talking about. I'm speaking facts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he said it on there that I think, if I can relate, but I recollect him saying mm-hmm. that he did a same hour for a year. So when I say that, I mean, for years. So mm-hmm. when I say that he never took risk, it's not even so much as the edgy material. It's like, bro. Yeah, you didn't write nothing new. Yeah, you stayed with the same hour for years. You was like, you were not a risk taker. Yeah. Like one thing Carlin said. I mean, remember when Louis did the dedication to Carlin in New York for his daughter? No. God. Okay, no, well, okay go look that up online too. Anybody okay. online, go Google that. Louis C.K. tribute to Carlin. And he did it because his daughter invited him to there. But he said that what made him become the comedian that he would become, because he said he used to do the same hour for, he had the same hour for 15 years. Yeah. Then he said he started listening to a workshop CD with Carlin. Mm. And then the interviewer asked him, what was his process? And he said on the interview, well, I just take the hour that I was doing and I scrap it once I do a special and I start from scratch. And Louis said he was like, what? Yeah. Like, how the fuck? Back then. He said, and he said he started crying. That must have he been said he was in of. his car. He said he started crying. He said, how the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's the most, because that's the r- most risk-taking shit you can do. Like, yes. to sit there and go, you know what? When I look at Pryor, and Pryor did so many albums before his first special of two or three, whatever he did. And I'm like. These dudes was doing hour after hour yeah. after hour after. That's what the risk factor is. Mm-hmm. And when when I look at Seinfeld, it's not that Seinfeld ain't complete, like he ain't funny at all. Right. But it's just that he does. He like it's like no man, mm-hmm. you did not put yourself out there like everybody else. I know what you're saying. I remember he did um he he did an HBO special which was called I'm Telling You for the Last Time. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Which was his retirement. Wow. He was saying, I'm retiring from stand-up, so he did one last. So he did all those really famous bits. And, like, when you go, like, the same one that he had been doing for, yeah. you know. And, and then I remember that I would watch it and go, like, oh, he did that opening, like, in, during the opening credits of the show Seinfeld, right? And then, um, you know, he took, like, a long break or whatever. And then I and then there was the documentary with Orny Adams. What's it called? Comedian or, com- or something oh, like comedian. that? Oh, Comedian. Comedian. That one, I guess, was like his comeback after the retirement. And I, I remember like he had some new stuff, but he was still doing old. Yeah. And then he would still like work it into new and he would yeah. go back to old. So that's one thing about like the risk is like it's crazy to after you record one, scrap it all and never do it again. Because listen, man, like <laughs> I could record an album right now uh. and I have an album out right now. And I can record another album right now, and there would be not one same bit, okay? Because I've recorded the one that's out right now, I recorded a while ago, all right? Now, if you told me a month after I recorded this new one that I had to go on stage, I would be like, yeah, I'm not doing any of those ones. I'm doing all new. At one point, if the crowd's like kind of tough, 
you're gonna go to one of those old jokes that you know works. Yeah. Like, and those guys just had the balls not to. They would just go like, "Fuck it, I'm bombing. Fuck it, I'm trying to find you the material." You mentioned comedian, and when I first saw that movie, mm-hmm. I hated it. Really? Yeah, because I went and actually saw it in the theaters because it was okay. at limited showings here in L.A. Yeah. And I think I went. I want to say the Man's Chinese Theater. Okay. I forget which where it was. And when I saw it, I was like, "Fuck." It was like, first of all, at this point, you worth what four, five hundred million or more. Mm-hmm. You taking private jets to every show. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah, where is your struggle? Right. You and and, and what I wanted to when I was yelling, I'm like, yeah, you're struggling because you never had to write new. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, now you now you're struggling and because think, you're forced uh, to get out of your little hole. Yeah, he had and to. Now it's, oh, I'm, and now it's like no, he bro. Still did some go old back ones. and look at Carlin. Carlin uh, didn't put uh-huh. out at least nine to ten specials since you didn't did yeah. this, more than that. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, bro, like, bro, let's 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 not. I think and, that's why he brought Orny Adams, who at the time was kind of an unknown comic, or right, only right. you know what I mean, to kind of show the comparison of the two fighting to. You know, right? Like you know, an unknown and a known trying to make a name for themselves, and uh, so I, I get why he he brought Orny Adams in there. And yeah, it, it, I mean, it is interesting to watch these guys. So it's like, I mean, dude, I've always wanted to film a documentary about real stand-ups and and the struggle. Not like this. You know, we've seen documentaries of 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 Jerry who walk into a comedy club and they're like, Oh shit, it's Jerry. Yeah. You can go up right now. That's, that's an interesting documentary, but it doesn't really tell the life of the comedian. You know, it's just Seinfeld walks in any, any, any place you walk in, they're going to put him on stage right away, you know? So it didn't really express that for me. And then his Netflix come, not comeback, but like his first Netflix special was all the old material again. Yeah. Reperformed new. Right. And then oh, I'd be no, like, he dude, he's still. No, 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 no. I'm not talking this new one. I'm talking his first Netflix one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He has some new stuff. The Maybe, a Maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. That was new. But it I was seen like that out at the store. It was a. It was a lot of bits that was that was redone, and then it kept cutting yeah, back and forth true. to when he rewrote them. But this new, new, new one that came out maybe only a couple months ago. Sheesh. That one was all new material. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, because even Carlin, I agree with everything you're saying, and I, I, I like Carlin, and and yes, he took those risks. And he talked about real shit, and he was edgy. But Carlin, toward the end, for me, made excellent points and got you all riled up. But I didn't think it was funny. Yeah, that's true. He like became I, preachy. He became preachy and no punchlines. That's true. And when I saw this new Seinfeld special, I got to tell you, I'm not going to say it was my favorite special of the year because that's, that would be a lie. But I will tell you I was refreshed with all the stuff going on in the world. And the drama and shit, and and, uh, and uh, like a month before that, Louis had said, "I'm gonna release a special." It was his first special after the whole incident. He came back and said, "I'm gonna release a special," and uh, you know, because people need to laugh right now. And it's like, bro, I didn't like that special at all. Louis' newest one, I was like, that wasn't ready. There was, a, it, was all, it was it was a, it was a special of premises. But what do you? I mean, how ready can you be after? Two years off. off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from, I just feel from like. From what I heard, a year before he filmed it, he was back in the clubs working it. Yeah, but this, it's not the same when you truly have a bunch of people that's probably in that audience with their arm folded like, you mother. So I guess that's true, but I mean. He I, has yeah. to dig a lot deeper. Yeah. So I just, in my personal opinion. A little. But it, it was good stuff. It just wasn't ready. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I ain't gonna lie. It, I it wasn't polished. Up until like. 
30 minutes of it. It was a bunch of premises, and I personally it, like got mad because everyone was hyping it up so much, and I thought it was the worst product he's ever released. What? Worse than uh, the Comedy Store one? I like that one a lot. Well, yeah, I like that a one good a lot. There's good so- – He didn't – As a whole, maybe not, but there's good solid bits Well, me and him, we, when I was working a lot, uh-huh. we talked about that. Yeah. And uh, it was right after that, like a year or so after that, he came and started working out to do Oh My God. Yeah. And then, oh my God, bro, that was, yeah. can't say that one wasn't. Uh-huh. All right, but anyway, he <laughs> was like, uh, I said, uh, I asked him, I said, oh man, I said, what you doing? You, you, I said, you about to drop another special, right? Yeah. Within the next, and he goes, nah, nah. He goes, man, you know that one I shot here? He said, that one wasn't. It wasn't that good. He I didn't thought, like it? No. Nah, and I said, and I, I didn't want to say it to him. And I go, yeah, it kind of was. I said, but hmm. there were some really funny points in there. Yes. And then he said, well, he said it wasn't ready. I didn't. He said I only went. He said he only was on the road for about a year hmm. doing that. And he said that he was fresh off the TV show. And he, he said it just wasn't ready. Hmm. And I said, oh, okay. I said, yeah, I felt that a little bit. And then other than that, but my, you know what's funny? Like, <laughs> my favorite joke, and I know it's not the most brilliant joke. Yeah. But when he was working it out at the comedy store, my favorite joke is when he talked about, like, he could be sitting down and all of a sudden, minutes later, he have to he have to wipe his ass. He yeah, don't know yeah, why. yeah, Man, yeah. bro, I was on a fucking I flow. That, that joke had me fucked. Like, yeah. when he was working out at the store, it was funny. When he first threw it out at the store, when I seen it, I don't know if it was his first time doing it, nobody laughed. Really? And when I tell you I was the loudest one, and it was so fucking embarrassing, <laughs> I just bust out laughing. I was on the fucking wall. I was like, God damn. I was like, you fucking. I was looking at everybody. I said, y'all don't realize how funny this fucking yeah. bit is. And the only reason I related at that time, because I was like just turning like 40 or 41. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, you just got to wipe your ass for no reason. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking, man. It anyway. ended up, when it made the special, it ended up being solid like hilarious bit yeah you know i love man i love man that shit was fucking yeah. funny but yeah man i said they not and i looked at the crowd in the comment store i said they just missed yeah i said you fucking kidding me bro when he talk about how his ass was like a worn out <laughs> rubber like the band on a pair of underwear so or funny. a bag of leaves left untied i fucking lost it when yeah. he said that i said left untied in a visual i'm just because if you from back east and you know about raking leaves and yeah, putting them yeah, in the yeah. bag, and you fucking don't tie it up in the wind blow. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> dude, I was on the flow, man. I said, this is the funniest so fucking bit. Anyway. And that one made it like, um, that was a couple of specials ago, right? I remember yeah, that. That one. was 2014. Damn. Man. Yeah. And uh, his new one, I, I was a little mad at him because he made it seem like it was because of coronavirus that the world needed a laugh. That's how he like promoted it. In, 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 he just in an didn't interview. know how to. I just didn't like, know dude, how to segue to doing it. That's the, all. It was a bunch of premises that weren't finished yet. The funniest bit in the whole, in the whole special was when he addressed the situation with what happened to him. I and that was near he should have opened I with still, it. I didn't get to that. He should have. Yeah, exactly, dude. He should have opened with that. And you know what? That shows you how Louis wasn't, in my opinion, mm-hmm. being Louis. Yeah. Because Louis always say in his interviews, what he does is when he gets a closing bit, he puts it at the beginning. Yeah. And then he builds off of that. And that's what makes all his other specials great. Yeah. In this particular moment, because of what happened, he went against his better judgment, Hmm. in my opinion, like you saying. Yeah. And he didn't do that. That's what I would And he closed with that shit. And it was like, 
Louis, we want to hear this. That's what you got to open up you, with. Because that's how we know Louis opens. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And his example. We all want to hear him address it right away so that we can all be at ease and yeah. then listen to the rest of his special. Yeah. Matter of fact, what I'm telling you about, mm-hmm. that's the same dedication tribute to Carlin. He, he says that in that. Oh, really? About closing and putting the biz before he said, because he said what happened was he said he was watching Carlin's special at Carnegie Hall. Okay. And he opened with, you ever notice that the ugliest people are in abortion lines or some shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> that was Carlin's joke? Yeah, they opened with that shit. Wow. And he was like, what? And he, yes. was, and he said it blew his mind. I might have said it wrong, but you, don't, you get but the yeah, gist of it. It's that's like, something you save towards the end so you don't offend people. Do you see what I'm saying? But Carlin yeah. came out and said, he, he said, yeah, yeah, because when Louis said it, he goes, yeah, 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 sit down, sit down. And he said, after everybody was clapping, he said, sit down, sit down. And then he goes, boom. And it's like, what? Yeah. That's the brilliance of Carlin. Like it, it, I do remember Louis saying that. You, that you always got to take that, your closing bit and it's got to become your opening bit. You know who seemed like to me that's going down that Carlin path and I'm hating it right now? I know exactly who. Say it. Chappelle. Yep. With the last <laughs> special, I was like, please don't do this, Chappelle. I'm like, man, I've, don't fuck it. I got news for you. I've said it the last two specials oh, of his. Oh, man. It's like, man. That's something we've talked about on this podcast a lot. He's, the, he's our new Carlin. Oh my God, man! We, you know, it's so funny. You go back and you watch old Carlin. You go back and you watch old Chappelle, and it's just fire stand-up comedy. It's yes. just pure stand-up yes. comedy. And like now, it's just—I got no problem with you addressing edgy, edgy subjects that we're going through right now. But be funny. But be funny. Yeah. There's be no punchlines. Motherfucker, it's like yeah. man, that uh, I get that, but but like his special, in my opinion, he was addressing Don Lemon mm-hmm. from CNN. About him saying that he didn't come out and speak, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he comes and he does a special, a special that, by the way, he got paid for, and yeah. it's just like, bro, you did exactly what the <laughs> fuck he told you to do. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And it was like for me, it was like that was a waste of a special, bro. Yeah, it was like, come on, man. Here's the thing. Here's here's my thought with Chappelle, and maybe I'm wrong. But my thought is that he's become a little too used to the fact that people pay him to go watch him just talk and he used to go to the store a lot right right and he would be up there for hours right and he called john mayer up and they sit there and talk to each other it wasn't stand-up no dave Chappelle is a great comedian writer but besides that he's a great fucking talker very there's certain people that you just like to hear them talk yeah you know like joey diaz off stage not trying to be funny you can talk to him for hours and you won't realize that the time went by right you know and Chappelle's just like an intelligent dude with good views on things you can just hear him talk yeah but i think he got really too used to charging people 50 dollars a head and or higher to come into the comedy store on sunset and keeping them there till two o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning not really telling jokes well, just you know what talking. I, I, what I feel like, I feel like like it's, he's become a victim of social media. Probably. And he's you know not even I mean? on social media, right? No, but but social media is, is filled with social media activists. Yeah. And not real life activists. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they go and they just talk, 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 yes. talk, 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 talk. Yeah. But then... If you go down to Congress, if you go down to the cities where these things is happening, they're not down there trying to make the change. Yeah. They just talking. They just talking. And, and and that's the biggest thing. People keep talking like, hey, we talk. That's the point. We yeah. need to talk. Like, no, 
Y'all been doing that for a long time. It's enough. It's as if they mm -hmm. looked at Martin Luther King and was like, hey, you know he did the Selma, you know, the movie is yeah. about yeah. <laughs> him walking. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's what I'm like. I'm like, all of these fucking it's a, it's, it's a whole new I hate to yeah. use I hate to use the term uh, uh, Black Lives Matter <laughs> and then they over there freebasing cocaine after that and not even you like what <laughs> you know what I'm talking you know yeah. it's comedians you like bro get the fuck out of here you are not you don't give a fuck about black lives it's like are you kidding yeah. yeah but I'm saying something you ain't doing shit though. I think there's a lot of people that fuck. don't even know what's going on dude they just say stuff to say stuff it's like you're not even looking into like the cause and where the money go like people just say stuff just to say, yeah. say stuff bro and dude, I'll tell you what, dude, I did a I did a mic, which like we gotta do underground secret mics now and comedy shows, right? I did a mic and uh I mentioned BLM in it, which is just like I'm doing a bit about it, right? As a stand up comedian, I'm doing a bit about it. Mm. And there was another comic there who's black and I think that he got a little like offended about what what, what I was saying. And and if you heard my bit about it, which is like something that who knows if it's going to be anything that's going to be funny. I'm just something I was working on. It's not offensive at all. Right. You know what I mean? It's not from the standpoint. I'm actually making fun of people that say all lives matters. Like I have like a pretty good joke about that. And so, but I don't know, man. Like you can't talk about things like that. It's like people don't really hear like the message I was trying to say or like you don't really like research into stuff of what, what goes on. Especially comics, bro. You know, dude. Like you said, dude, they do a bump of cocaine and be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you got right. – the problem is like you said, dude, social media, they're, they're online activists. And what's even worse is social media itself, the actual platforms, the Instagram the twitters like they're activists that control the activists right. they're like yeah let's let all these online activists say whatever they want to say and the one that we like the best we're going to show you those and the ones that we don't like we're going to hide them right. you know what i mean it's, it's just it's playing that game dude um and i think you're right dude Chappelle's not even on twitter he's probably smart enough to know not to fuck with that shit but right. they still talk to him they, i mean they still talk about him he don't like, need to be I, I, he doesn't need thing. to be it's, it's like he could sell out by that's another problem with this world. Yeah. Everything that everybody else do, everybody does. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what's funny? Like, even Cat Williams, he got a page, but go on his page. He's got a check mark on his yeah. Instagram. Yeah. He don't post hardly shit. Uh-huh. And that's because, just because everybody else is doing it don't mean you have to do it. Yeah. That's that's who are the trendsetters. Mm-hmm. If you look at Albert Einstein, you see my shout out to NASA, got my shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> get it. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Albert Einstein, it was the same thing with him. He went outside the box. Until this day, if you go listen to one of the physicists named Sharon Carroll, he says that I, there's all the physicists and scientists in the world, or, or maybe all physicists. No, I don't know if, it's, if, it's, if he says scientists or physicists. Either way, he said that, and then there's them, and then there's Einstein. He said, Einstein is by himself. Yeah. And that's a real fact. And it's based on that Einstein put the work in. He separated himself and he went against the norm. And he, he actually went and did the work. Everybody else called themselves doing, uh, going against, against it. But they ain't putting in the real work to really make the change. You're like, yeah. you're like no, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not believing you. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here. That's online activist yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and believe yeah. that you're this person. Yeah. And I and you don't do anything else. Or if if your life, if somebody don't come to me and be like, no, nah, even though you don't see what he's been doing, this is the things he's done in the past. Yeah. This is this guy. <laughs> you know, I'll go, oh, okay. Yeah. But for most of them, 
they, they just want to be like they're like you know like get the fuck they just want to show that yeah I, dude i'm somebody special you this is activist why would i go out and do something when i can when i can martin luther king already did it and i can just post a clip of him <laughs> Yeah, getting sprayed with the yeah. fire hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, he already did it, so yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I'll just put the link. Had the dog sick on him. <laughs> yeah. Why would I go through that again? Just go, like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and upload that video. Man, like and Martin I'm an Luther, activist. But like Martin Luther King said, a man who not willing, uh, were not willing to die for something mm-hmm. is not fit to live. Yeah. It means that that means yeah. going all the way to the point where you're willing to die for it. Yeah. And people like soon as it get to the point where. It might affect their career or whatever. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, no, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Let's talk about this. It's like, oh, okay. I had been, I said to myself and maybe a, a handful of people I've said this out loud where I, I've said, like, show me one person that went down to any protest and didn't post a picture that they were there online. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I I don't know what, you're, what, you, what you're, if, if your heart's in the right place. Well, you know what's crazy? Is... There was a point where I went through a racial situation. And you know what I'm talking about. Probably. Uh, okay. I just don't want to bring up the name. You said a racial situation? Yeah, a racial situation at the okay. where I work. Okay, okay, okay. And some of the people that I approached to mm-hmm. help me about the racial situation. Yeah. Same people calling me, same people posting stuff about the Black Lives Matter. And they had to uh, protest. And they didn't even help But they didn't help, help you. When it came, and it wasn't just me. It was involved in this one person that everybody knew was racist. Mm-hmm. And everybody, and it was like, and they called me like, you ain't going. I was like, you calling me? Yeah. Like, fuck you. You ain't, you're not about that life. Yeah. But I didn't say it. I just go ahead, going down there. Because I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe if they go down there and change their heart and they'll be better. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like People for me, change. People yeah, can change. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I'm not here to judge. But at the same time, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to fucking go because you called what were you asking them to do the first time when you asked them the the first time i was telling them was like man i need more people to band together against this person i can't do it by myself just like racism i can't cure racism by myself was there one person who worked there at the time who you felt was kind of trying to was was racist you felt they were racist there was they wasn't not felt they were they were yeah 100 percent. not felt they were racist yeah to the point where even they called told a customer they were in words to their face what? and things like that yeah yeah like and it got and only because it got back to me and the more stuff got back to me i was like fuck and i was like ain't none of y'all man fuck it and then there was some stuff said about me too and i go no 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 we gotta hey we gotta shut this shit down man there's Nobody so wanna... many black comedians that you work with how oh, do you get away God. with that because the ones that was already involved uh-huh. in there their thing was they were eating uh-huh you just gotta this is how it is out here. And it's uh-huh. like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you coward fucking. Like, oh, oh yeah? That, like, he can call me whatever he wants as long yeah, as he gives me spots. Eating. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah, like, yeah. that's what you do? That's what you do. Wow. So, for me personally, I said, nah, man. Okay. If that's the way you feel, cool. Still friends with a lot of them to this day. But I was like, nah. Because it's scary. Yeah. It's scary to go down that path and have that that against you but yeah. man, you know you don't have to well, you know yeah. my background so for me it's like nah mm-hmm. uh, yeah dude there's no there's no need to, for it to go any further than that i hear what you're saying like yeah we're friends but they're more like acquaintances now you know what i mean it's like I, yeah we're friends but i see where you stand exactly i see I, I know what i can trust you with and what i can't right you know i, right. I hear you dude so i, I can't you. i know okay i could call you for this uh-huh. but i can't call you for this yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but that's just like if you grow up in any neighborhood 
you have your friends that are fight at the bar, and then you have your friend like, God damn, I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they both your friends. You're right. just like, fuck. He just raised because they raised them. These your ride or die yeah. friends, or <laughs> like, like, and then there's your your friend. He loves you, and he'll you need anything. He'll, but when it comes like helping you, if you yeah. get into a fight or something or whatever, he's not gonna fight for you because he don't. He don't really know how to fight. He was raised. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That don't make him a bad person per se. Joey it's, Diaz told me that a long time ago. When I first started working with, with him, he he goes, you know what? Let me tell you something. He goes, you think you got a lot of friends in this town? He was like, you got a lot of acquaintances. Right. He was like, you only got like five friends. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I, you're right, dude. Yeah, you're you can't. Right. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Like, I was talking to one of our female, one one of my male comedian friends about another female comedian. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody like, why you want to say names? We don't do that. We don't drop yeah. names out here, son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but 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 he was speaking to me about how she doesn't respond to him no more. Okay. And he was like, man, I thought we was friends. And he said, this is ridiculous. And then I said to him, I go, bro, what do you mean y'all friends? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, you know, we you know we talk to each other here and there. I go, bro, you do do you be around that per- do you be around her all the time? Yeah. And he was like, no. And I said, what? I said, do you call her all the time? She said, no. And I said, so, bro, you're not. Yeah. Like, stop. You ain't, you ain't like, tight. Yeah, you're not tight like that. Like, like. When was the last time you guys just went to the movies? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I have friends. Yeah. Right now that I grew up with that I don't talk to every day or all right. the time, but I grew up with them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I go back to Detroit, boom, if I call, hey, what y'all doing? I'm coming through. Yeah, come through. Exactly. Different and, time zones. Yeah, different, if, if, yeah. If, if they need money and I got it, mm-hmm. I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's because we've been, we, we, we used to be with each other. Things, just because situations change don't mean your friendships change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, if you grew up, if your situation was a true friendship, mm-hmm. you grow up, y'all go to high school. Then you go to college and he may not or does go to college or go to college to a different area. He gets married, move on, doing his thing. It doesn't mean that you're not still friends. Of course. If you're really friends. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. And good it's, deeds are never forgotten. The guys that had your back no matter what. It's like 20 years later, you'd be like, I remember when you had my back, bro. Hollywood is filled mm-hmm. with the friend word. <laughs> this is my friend these are my yeah. friends like really social media did that too we're friends on facebook man. man i don't know half the people on facebook oh my god you it's so funny you say that i got <laughs> checked by a guy at the comedy store at the back door when i was working what do you mean he came up to me and he goes hey doc remember me he said hey doc what you doing and i go not much man i go who are you and he goes what do you mean who am i yeah you added me on facebook <laughs> He's like, I'm your friend. I go, no, you fucking. I'm like, what? <laughs> said, you're not my fucking friend, bro. He goes, he said, you don't add people who really are your friends. I go, man, I don't even fucking know you, bro. Hilarious. And so we got into this little banter, and he goes, man, I, I thought we were friends. And he walked away like truly disappointed. And in my mind, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, was he a comic? Yes. It's like, dude, if you're a comic, you know that we just man. add whoever. Like, what if I did a show and then afterwards. Somebody at the show who liked me wants to add me on Facebook. I just accept everybody until I realize it's a scam and then I block them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just accept everybody when you're a comic. How do I know that they're not a booker or there was somebody that saw me at a show once and yeah. they just, and you know what I mean? How do I know that? Hey. So yeah, I just add everybody. As a comic, why wouldn't you know that? <laughs> I've been in situations like that before too where, where a guy, I, I, I was down at the store, as a matter of fact, and one, and one guy came up to me and he was like, hey, dude. 
you uh you like waved to me on Facebook or something. And I was like, did I? I'm like, it might have been an accident. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know your name. You if know that happened. Then like, there are so many people that poke me on Facebook. Yeah, I never poke back. Man, in the beginning I did because it was poking new. ain't even around anymore, huh? No, they still be poking. I'm people like, poke still. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck? Like, I didn't know that was that's so 2009, anymore. bro. I'm like, who the fuck does this? like? I still getting poked. Like, yeah. I'm not. I, I don't answer just because of that. I'm like, bro, yeah. you like this is weird. Like, yeah. who? Especially when the dude poke you, you be like, okay, bro, that's like, weird. Like, I don't know you, dude, and you poking me. You poking this me. It's just weird, bro. Yes, yeah. just say like, hello or something. Yeah, Man, even then, it's, uh, that's so funny. You know what, dude? I I can't tell you how many people hit me up during this quarantine that I thought that they were just checking on me. I thought that you know, like you were saying, like, were you really friends though? Like, oh, you, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, friends is like I call you and we don't talk about comedy only, right? Or I call you for something, or we go out to eat or something like that. But like, people call me during the quarantine, and I thought genuinely they were just going like, "How are you? You do you getting through this okay?" And it ended up be the conversation ends up always ending the same way, which was like, "So I got a room if Joey wants to come by oh, and do time, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. can you get Joey to do my podcast?" Right. So I was like, "Oh, okay. So that's why you hit me up." Hey, I heard that uh, stage time is like pretty hard to get right now during the quarantine and stuff like that. So you know, if Joey wants to get on stage, and I was like, "What about me? I can't get on stage." As soon as you get me? hot, don't watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's that's why I kind of like. I, I I don't man. I try not to like like. My mother used to tell me about. She started telling me this about five six years ago, maybe before that. She said, all you got to do is three things. Don't mm-hmm. care what nobody say. Don't care what they do. Don't care what they think. She's yeah. like, both the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And she said, so what that means is you already know what that means towards the bad. She said, but this is what that means towards the good. She said, people have good intentions, but sometimes they just don't. She said, so when you just look at it like, eh, it don't matter what they do. What yeah. They think or what, you cruise through life a little bit better and you're able to just be more mellow, yeah. you know what i'm saying and it gives you a clearer view i love of it. who is who like you say it's exactly like, oh, okay, this is i guy. love it that's how you were able to assess that i base everything off stuff like that <laughs> yeah like i'll like people that will hit me up for for gigs i'll i'll go like kind of based on their personalities and shit they've done to me in the past and how i see they live their life i'll go like either say yes or no to the gig right because i know if i show up to the gig it's gonna be a dog shit gig right we're gonna be performing in an alley you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. You know when you did bad gigs and you right. show up and you're just like, man, this is a nightmare. Right. You know what I mean? There's always going to be a by the way. Right. You know? Yeah, just drive down here. I'll give you 50. Then you drive down there and you're like, bro, it was four hours. You said it was going to be an hour drive. Right. Then you go, you know what I mean? Bro, here's 25 not $50. You know what I mean? Like, you just, I know who to work with. And, like, I also see people, like, the business decisions they make or if they try to get you involved in their business, I go like based off of like your personality and I know you for a while, I'm not going to say this to them, but I'm just going to step back. I see people like who they say they're going to vote for. And I, <laughs> and I look at them and I go, maybe I should rethink my vote based off of who you vote for. Cause I know you're crazy. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, dude. And that's the worst thing about social media. Mm hmm. It's everybody's promoting something. Everybody's posting something. Everybody yeah. wants to repost their shit. Yeah. And 
I have never, like, you've never heard me. I've never hit you up. Yeah. Never hit anybody up like, hey, can you post right. this show that I'm doing or can you post this video that I did? If you knew how many people. Yeah. And 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 whether, and and it goes back to what mother said. Don't give a fuck what nobody say. Don't give a fuck what they think or what they do. Right. They hit me up and I know. They get mad about it, but what they don't realize, I'm like, bro, do you understand how many motherfuckers are sending me shit on my Instagram and Facebook? I closed my Twitter because, mm-hmm. it, and I'm telling you right now, I'm this close to closing either Instagram or Facebook. Facebook's it's, gotta it's, go, it's, just, it's like, Facebook's bro, gotta go. one is enough. Yeah. All of these fucking all over the goddamn place, and when people was talking about TikTok, now look at TikTok. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. the president talking about banning that. It's and gone, it's just, dude. Yeah, it's gone. Fine, out the door. Line it's like it's always a Periscope, damn near out the door. Like, nobody does that, and it's like, it's always something new. And what so, sucks is you invest so much time into them yeah. to build them up, and it's like, if you don't, same with podcasting, dude. I never wanted to do a podcast. We want to be stand-up comedians. It's all we ever wanted to do. Right. And it's like, you got to do a podcast. Well, now you get, you're not on Twitter. How you a comment? and you're not on Twitter you know what I mean like you gotta and you invest so much time and energy into all this stuff and then one day it's just gone yeah it's just gone and that's why I kinda like those comics got famous off song. Vine remember a couple of them got famous yeah. off Vine uh, Vine is just gone yeah uh, King Bot well he's man I mean I mean, he kind of capitalized off it while he could yeah I like, don't he really did know stand nobody up. stand up wise who got famous off of that uh, guys like King Bot yeah, guys yeah, like that they did like really quick little funny yeah, sketches and stuff stand up though we talking it's about not stand up but 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 no i don't mean they got famous for stand up i mean oh, they, you they mean got just well known as talent oh yeah from, well, that's from fine. Vine. like yeah. i don't have a problem with that mm-hmm. part of it like people don't understand they shit on instagram vine comedians and all this other stuff but i'm like the people that do that are people who not understanding the work that those people put in you understand that that's all them kids do did. Yeah, they put the work in. Yeah, you like like regardless of what anybody has to say. So the question for Hollywood and what what's going through comedians is: Wait a minute, you're telling me now that I have to do all these other things and all this work so that you can make money off of the things that I'm already getting famous off of and make money. That's what's weird about the game. Yeah, because. At the point where these Vine, they have followers already. They don't need Hollywood, but they they go to Hollywood because they used to be, their mind is trained that you got to go over here. Mm-hmm. And you don't really have to. At yeah. that point, you just go, oh, wait a minute. I was watching, what's his name? There's a young black comedian, I mean rapper. Uh, I don't, it's, it's a bad example because he may, it may be a bad example because I think he do more, he probably... He might be more famous than you think he is. Well, no, he has a lot of following, but he primarily promotes off of Instagram. Okay. And Chance the Rapper, for example. Okay. He hasn't signed to a big label. His thing was, oh, I can do this this way. Okay, cool. And and he's made a great living that way. Mm -hmm. You, You understand what I'm saying? I'm saying that that's the way the world has turned now. So if I build a following myself on Instagram or Twitter, I'm not Yeah, <laughs> like that much of a following to where if I can book like, oh, you know what? I took a contract reading class at uh, UCLA. OK. With one of the prominent Hollywood lawyers here in Hollywood. And shout out to IKP. Anyway, 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Lori Furman is in uh, Star. But anyway, uh, and he had one of the social media gurus there. And uh, I wish I wished his name, Gary. I have to look him up. But he's like, he's had, he helped Dan Brazil get his Instagram following and a bunch of, and several other people. He's like, but they were, he, they, but. Man, I done lost the goddamn point. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you took the contract reading class. Yeah, I took the contract reading class. But in their class, I'm, I was, it was a point that I was getting to in there what was said in there about. Fuck. I don't remember. It's all right, bro. Yeah. It happens. Hey, you just kick it in. Bro, it happens yeah, to me, and I'm young. In your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there one day. I will. I'm already there, dude. Well, I don't even smoke weed or anything. Man, I don't either. That's what kills me. <laughs> like, people be like, dude, you don't even smoke. Why you be forgetting shit? I mean, let me, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Uh, and, you know, for me, it, the ultimate is to get people to to support live entertainment and to get them to come out to live entertainment. And a lot of people right now have found a niche online where they built their fan base online. Maybe they're doing sketches or maybe they're who knows, whatever they were doing. They built an online and I noticed a lot of them went like, well, how can we turn this into ticket sales? And they, you know, so they would become comics or what have you. And, um, for me, it's, it's, it's never been like social media to live. It's always been like live to social media. Like I just, I want to do whatever. To get people out in to out to see a live performance. Nothing's better than a live performance. When you saying that, mm-hmm. a verse that Drake said popped in my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, and people like Drake, but he said a verse that was like and it was he said it towards a woman. And he said, Bitch this not fame is he said, Bitch, this is fame, not clout. Okay. I don't even know what that's all about. Uh-huh. And I go, What? I said, that's fucking like, yeah, there is a new word invented because people can't really get famous and it's called clout. Mm. I have never seen so many goddamn check marks. I I don't even go on a page no more. Yeah. I click on them. I said, this person got 1000 followers. Who the fuck is this? And they got a blue check mark. And that's what I learned. I'm like, oh, this world is like. They're so small in their mind, they don't even know the difference mm-hmm. between true, like, and don't get, I ain't going to say small, because they're making a living off of it. Yeah. So if you're making a living, cool. That That's cool. But but I know the difference when what Drake said, I go, oh. And I know that because one day I said to myself, I said, you know what, I want to see something. And, then, and I don't mean to shit on King Buck, but I have, it's mm-hmm. not shitting on him, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to ask some random people. And I was asking everybody, do you know who? King Bach is. Do you know yeah. who King Bach is? Do you know who King Bach is? And people were like, huh? Yeah. And I was like, King Bach. It's not like a household name. Right. And then. Maybe if they saw his face. Oh, you know what? I was actually at my job mm-hmm. asking random people. Because mm-hmm. I knew they, I said, either they know him or they don't. And everybody who I was showing, they go, who is this? Mm. And you know, he had like 19 million. At the time, he had like 16, 17 million followers. Okay. And I said, okay. I said, hold on. And then I showed him a picture. I showed him Mike Epps' Instagram. Mm-hmm. I said, do you know this? Yeah, that's Mike Epps. And everybody. Nine, most of the people knew Mike Epps. Yeah. But they didn't know King Bach. Right. But Mike Epps at the time had 2.1 million followers and King Bach had 17. And I said, what the fuck? And that's yeah. when I said, oh shit, this is what the fuck Drake is talking about. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? It was, it's like, yeah. oh, 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 okay, this is the real, like, real, fa- like, this is like, 
And Drake was telling like, no, no, y'all don't really know what real fame. Yeah, you have yeah. no clue. It's a household yeah, name. Household yeah, name. it's household names is across the board. Yeah, it goes it goes from national to either national or international, because you can be nationally famous. Mm-hmm. Like somebody famous in Mexico won't be famous here. Yeah, somebody famous here won't be famous in England or Africa. Yeah, but then there's those few that's famous everywhere. Right. We don't want to say at the rock. Shout out to the rock. <laughs> I had him when I be seeing him. I be like, "It's good." That's one dude. Did you? Dude. You don't want to get jealous, but you be like, "God, he's damn, so fucking famous." That dude. dude is fucking. Now you're like, "This dude is the fucking." <laughs> you want to talk some weird shit really quick? What's that? Because sometimes I get into some UFO shit. No. Well, uh, I guess you could call it that. I w- conspiracy theory, but I hate that term. But um, but sometimes I like to investigate things. My own personal thought is sometimes, man, I think that they've cloned people. Like sometimes if you want to get into some weird shit, and if I had to name a couple of names of people that I thought were cloned, I would say Dwayne Johnson <laughs> was fucking cloned. Like they take people. He just that genuine. <laughs> I think they just take people that like have a crazy amount of work ethic and talent and they go like let's make him into like a super superhuman human you know that's funny and and like you know what's funny is like everybody that i think like it's possible if that was possible that they did it to you can go back and look at them when they were young and look at them now and it's almost like a different person oh yeah yeah you know what yeah, I mean? it is like the rock from the beginning of wwf to now is like <laughs> it's a different person what? and then if you go another good example is um What's his name from Maroon 5? Adam. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Levine. Levine. Yeah, Devine is the comedian, Divine. right? <laughs> Adam Adam Levine, if you look at him when he was first album of Maroon 5. Okay. And then look at him now. It's a different. Per- it's not the same person. In what aspect to you? They look different. They look like a version of themselves has been perfected. Like a fucking robot. Oh. Like, go back and look at him with his, like, you know, first album, This Love. Oh, right. You know right. what I mean? And you go look at him now. Well, with you don't that. think that because they fill out because they get older? Um, I think I mean? it's old, that and money. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of money, people, they get more time to work on their body and health. I think, like, they buy more expensive products for their face and stuff like that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but their personality, look at the music that he sings, different. It's di- completely I, different. You know, I was a maroon, not even a fan, just a few songs. Just a couple of songs, yeah. 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 But like him that, now. And then like Justin Timberlake, I think. Coldplay, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> fan, for real. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> but um, who else? Who else? Oh, Justin Timberlake, I think. Look at Justin Timberlake and NSYNC, that kid, and look at him now. You would have to say that about Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I don't know if that's cloning as much <laughs> as. <laughs> I mean, that's just surgery, bro. science. <laughs> Dude, Tom, Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady now versus, like, when he first got drafted. Oh, but you it's almost as if. I mean, of course, you're talking about kids versus, like, 40-year-old men. And you're talking about after mega success. Yeah. So it's hard to, once somebody is yeah. lifted to this whole nother level. So either people just change and they age and they, like, money helps you build with your health. I don't know, dude. Like, I mean, you know, man, like, well, if you go deep as far as science is concerned, mm-hmm. everything is just atomically structured. So that means everything is built yeah. on information. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's not that it's impossible, but it's like what kind of scientists would have that genius technology where they can transfer information like that right. to build a superhuman? 
Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Take this part, move it into this body, build this, <laughs> and then add more information. Yeah. It's like, what? Like a computer. It's got to be a robot. Because, yeah, but, but I mean, that's basically <laughs> what the fuck we are. We fucking, yeah. some of us got fucked up viruses. You know who yeah. you are out there. I Sometimes I think <laughs> that about Ellen. <laughs> Degenerous. Oh. But then I think, like, you know what? Nah, she didn't, she didn't clone or anything like that because she nah. aged pretty poorly. Nah. And Ellen ain't really like that celebrity like that. Yeah. Like, like, I think, Ellen I think is, more like she just kind of like signed the deal the devil type thing. Could be. Could I, be she, that. To me, Ellen was famous overnight. Like, Ellen went from a stand up comedian who wasn't that good. Personally, I don't think. No, you, no, you. What's uh, an Ellen joke? Tell going, me an Ellen joke. From when she did stand up. Remember when she was talking about when, uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> the one when she hold up her leg and the fu- and she was Is it from like the, the 80s or 90s? Yeah, it's like the 90s. Maybe. Yeah, I th- don't that know. was one of my favorite. I specials. personally never thought like, that she was funny. And, and, and all of a sudden they gave her a Detroit, talk show. You wouldn't think that about me, but I'm diverse, son. Yeah. Get you, it. you would think that she went from like stand up to her own sitcom to maybe some movies and no, then host movies, a talk show. Bro? Are you kidding me? What, she did movies? No, I'm saying she's not movie quality. Exactly. So how did she become like queen of, of daytime talk show? The same Steve Harvey from Steve nothing. Harvey did. But Steve Harvey had a thousand jobs in between. You know what I mean? Hosting uh, events and well, and uh, writing books and stuff. No, no. no yeah. Let's look at the fact that. And, and several and specials. And mm. was at the time when she started her career started. So you're Rising, saying that she got a push because yeah, of that. Yeah, not, not only because of that, but she is talented. Like when you watch her talk show, mm-hmm. the way she had fun with the celebrities and yeah. this and that, that's why it was like shocking for a lot of people when they found out what they found out on the news lately about her yeah. production style. But it doesn't shock us because yeah. we in Hollywood, we're like, no, 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 yeah. That, it doesn't surprise There's always Every celebrity curtain. has yeah. said like, has described her show yeah, as see, toxic. Yeah, you see, and but 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 you but the problem with a lot of people and celebrities, especially mm. their favorite ones, you always get to see this glorious individual. Yeah. You don't get to see yeah. that shit person unless they yeah. get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? I believe and, it as a stand-up dude because... We, she's a stand-up and somewhere between her being a stand-up and her being queen of daytime talk show there was no specials there were no sev- yeah, every too. year dropping an album well not yeah you know what i mean uh, yeah. steve harvey had that at least like right. a new albums new specials doing so- like but the ellen show didn't take off right away mm-hmm. it built i mean maybe it's probably because i honestly i've never really watched it I maybe seen clips here and there. So yeah, to me, it just seemed like it was it. overnight out of nowhere. But came. when she first got her show, yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's look and see when exactly when it started. Because when she first got her show, it was yeah. like, okay, Ella, you you got a show. I, I mean, I'm sure everything has like, a paper trail a if we look it up. But to oh, yeah. me, it just seemed like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where did this come from? And I'll tell you what else, bro. While you look that up, I don't believe that story one bit about that's why they're shutting her show down and it's under investigation. You know what I'm talking about? 17 seasons, 2003. Jesus Christ. See, that's what I'm I trying to say. I wasn't even a comic yet. Exactly. And so you wouldn't even yet. fathom the fact that she just rose as time went on. Right. You know what I mean? I'm quite sure, probably in the beginning, they probably were like, well, maybe we should cancel this. Yeah. Or, you know, but she brought her own flavor and her element. Because you can't take away, people could be assholes, but the talent to do whatever it is or perfect what it is, that could be there. Mm-hmm. Like, back to Einstein. Einstein... 
cheated on his wife with his first cousin. He wasn't, you know what I'm saying? He was he was a scientific genius, yeah. not a moral genius. This guy was <laughs> fucked up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's you, just because you you the problem is is once something get into the media and they glorify by it by it, you don't really get to see the other mm-hmm. sides. And if the person doesn't let that other side out because they say, well, it's nobody's business, so I don't want them to yeah. ruin, then what happens is this situation. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, you ever uh, seen the uh, interview where George Carlin said that his, spe- his specials in uh, his comedy material was like a, a volcanic erupt- eruption? Rings a bell. Where he said that you don't see what's happening beneath the earth. Mm. All you see is explosions. Okay. And he said that's his specials and his everything. And that's the same thing towards people that you don't, that, that be in this light. Yeah. You just see the volcano. Yeah. So that volcano represents all the good things you see. And you're like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, all this evil just come, yeah, kill everybody. It go a little lava, <laughs> fucking yes. ashes and yeah. smoke. It's like, what? Which is why I think it would be great to do a documentary of a real struggling comic to see what what really went into what people just see i think it would suck you think it would suck yeah why the beginning of a comic's career is the building of their material so you yeah. want to see you know <laughs> well, what i mean because everybody wants that and that's the problem with i want to see the the day job I okay. want to see, okay, and, the then, life. and then running the life yeah. of a not a not, not the jokes, not these documentaries of like you famous can see him comedians. Walk into the open mic, but you can't see him doing jokes, person. right? Exactly. You know, maybe have him start off with a setup yeah. and then clip. And people clip just it. see these Netflix specials, and they just go like, "Well, that's how that's what comedians do, right? They do Netflix specials." I was like, "Nah, that's no, no, not no. what we do." Right. And people go like, "When are you going to get your Netflix specials?" Like, mm. you, they don't you don't understand the work. That goes into the volcano, yeah. as George Carlin described it. But you know, you know, what I was gonna say, dude. You know what my theory is on Alan? I think they're closing that show down for a completely different reason. What's the reason? And this is an excuse. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bro. I Shoot, think. <laughs> Just the way I think Ellen's involved in all this pedophilia shit that's <laughs> coming out. Dude, I'm dead bro, serious, come bro. On, man, you serious, though? No. Dead serious, come bro. On, man. Dude, you, well, you know the Wayfair shit. You heard that, right? I've heard of Wayfair, but no, no. So not. okay, so Wayfair got busted. Well, not really got busted because they're not in any trouble or anything. Um, but they've been caught having furniture for sale on their website, several different items. That the name of the furniture is names of missing kids, and the price of the furniture is like ten thousand okay. dollars for a cabinet. Okay. Okay. And people called them out, like, you know, why did you? That's first, a real thing. I have to look that. That's up. a real thing. So it's called Wayfair Gate. Okay. You know, you've heard Pizza Gate. Yeah. It's Wayfair Gate. So, so um, a lot of the items that were sold on there were Ellen's products, Ellen DeGeneres' products, like her home decor line. And we're talking about a throw pillow for like seventeen thousand dollars. Was her item? Named after the kids. Yes. What? Yes. So you could sit there all day and go, it's a coincidence that yeah, all I these missing kids. Up, I'm not a coincidence up. guy. But you could say, well, all these, and they're, they're unique names. It ain't like Sarah and Tiffany. It's like exotic, unique names. 
Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, matching exactly the missing kids and the recent missing kids. So people called them out on it, and right away Wayfair went, "Well, that cabinet is so expensive because it's industrial." That was their excuse. But then right away they went and changed it and put the price down. And people were online were going, "Look, they changed the price. They changed the price because they got caught, right?" And the throw pillow thing. How are you going to say a throw pillow was industrial? It's a it's a pillow. Ellen DeGeneres' pillow was like $10,000, and it was named after missing kids. So they're saying that – and people, some people found out on Amazon they do it too. They're saying that that's a way for them to like almost like laundering money but to legally make transactions for buying kids, which is a whole like underground thing that you don't even want to know about, bro. Man. Like if I opened your – You know what's funny? Yeah. That, it, by the way, four or five years ago. But, well, by the way, before I wrap that up, I, I think that's what really was going on with Ellen. And I think that she was involved in it. And they can't say that's why they canceled the show because they would add more suspicion to her. Yeah. So I think they're just going with the she's a bitch thing. Um, which, by the way, Oprah's also been accused. Oprah's magazine just got closed down. I mean, what? yeah, dude. Oprah, it, there's all, Oprah's like lead editor was found with kitty porn. So, like, dude, it, it's heavy, dude. Well, you know what it it's is? It's heavy, bro. Yeah, you know what it is, is this. And I've told people this. Uh, well, I'll first go back to what I was about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my comedian friends in New York named Teddy Smith. Mm-hmm. Teddy would tell me about this pedophile child ring in a, amongst the wealthy. And I, I would always write him off. Oh, dude. And I would say, I said, Teddy, real. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then the Jeff Epstein thing came. Right. And I had to call him and I go, what the fuck, bro? You was yeah. fucking right. I said, this is so fucking crazy. Because there's so many conspiracies. Yeah. So that's why when you're telling me this, and don't even I can't even surface. look at you like, man, you fucking crazy. I'm like, yeah. God damn, this could be something. And dude, have you ever known me to, to be that guy even? Nah, to talk nah, to you about nah, this nah, shit? No, 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 no. But like I say, until I gain more information or it comes to the light is just speculation to yeah. some point. So I go, okay, could be true, but I don't go. It's but just if you're like, going to have that attitude of, of which I agree with, everyone's innocent until proven guilty, yeah. I agree with that. This is America. You have to. But period, I agree with that. Life, but then have that attitude towards everybody. Because some of these people are over there going like, Dalia rate people and fucking... It's like, man, man until but, there's but, proof, but, dude, you can't you go know, around the, calling people I rape. Think, I believe the first three accusers he... Brought forth the emails from them. Exactly, dude. And uh, that's not coming to light. People no, aren't talking no, about that. I don't understand it. I just go, okay. Dude, last week, the the Maxwell documents came out and revealed an eyewitness placing Bill Clinton on Epstein Island, which, by the way, you're not automatically guilty by being on the island. But keep in mind, he said he's never been. And he's oh, been on record many times going. He, he's on the well, flight logs. I never had relations. Yeah, we heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and no. dude, so Man, so a witness fuck. placed him Sorry, and I Epstein. Know I should have laughed today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, dude. So a witness placed him and Epstein together with two underage girls, and they asked the witness, "How did you know they were underage girls?" And she goes, "Because I know those girls. Right. Like I brought them there. Right. So that that happened last week. Have you heard about it?" No, no I, know one's that, tweeting I, well, about I know it? that about I know about the documents. Yeah. I do know about that. Yeah. But I didn't know that they released anything yet. So Bill so Clinton she, is I know straight that up. She's been fighting mm-hmm. herself yeah. to keep all that stuff 
secret. Yeah. So, uh, you know. That's what pisses me off, though, is today an article from the L.A. Times came out about Brian Callen and Chris D'Elia. And it's like, you guys guys going after those dudes? You, you, You activists? You online activists? But you guys said shit about Bill Clinton. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so until you stand up and say something about Bill Clinton and Twitter not hide it, like, Twitter doesn't even put it up on the trending. Well, you know why. Yeah. Because they're afraid of the government. Yeah. They ain't afraid of the government. Well, they're, they're all in bed together, bro. Uh, like, it, 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 if... It it's was, not even the government, dude. It's just, like, these higher-up elites that do right. the... But because no, the pedophilia is all around the world. Yeah, but Chris D'Elia and Brian Callen don't have the power to mm-hmm. shut people down. Yeah. These people are, if they, like, these people in the government, if they don't have it, they're connected to the people that do have it. And so they can shut it down. So you, at that point, you just have to be like really a real activist. Mm. And so the reason why they don't say nothing, because just, just like you say, they're not real. Yeah. They only pick and choose their battles. Yeah. So it's like, like you say, if you're going to be about this, you're going to be like all the way with over yeah. here. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I'm like, when I'm learning about Bill, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like he was a good president involved in the country but as a as a person and as a man it's like no the dude wasn't yeah creepy as fuck uh, it's like obviously uh, but I, you dude, know dude listen you 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 can't hang around somebody that many times and not know what that guy person do mm-hmm. we've been around that in hollywood yeah you two three four times of being around somebody for a good hour or two and yeah you like Oh man, hold that's on. exactly how I, I was saying, dude. This dude here. We that, sit back and we observe, yeah. and we know who we don't yeah. do business with. And most of the time, I could pick that off of the one moment. I'd it's so like, true, dude. Fucking this person here. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, if it's, it's the way like we're a, raised. Like your soul. It's like man, your soul. Like I could like just read people. No, you. It's like yeah, man. It's the most. Just get a bad vibe from people. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta tell you, bro. I've never been a protest guy. I've never been a guy. Who goes down there, holds the signs. You know what I mean? Not that I'm shitting on those people that do that. But I am saying that I never really thought I'll go down there and I'll yell and put a protest and stuff like that. I, I, it's, just, it's just never been my thing. Okay? But I talk a lot of shit on this podcast. Right? S- similar to what we were just talking about. And um, this last Friday, there was a protest for children for uh to make awareness of the pedophilia in hollywood that people are calling a conspiracy theory that That actually is uh somebody else was posting that on because i don't really and that's the thing bro i didn't post it on i I didn't post on instagram i'm not about it yeah but i don't that's the reason why i don't really go on my news feeds Mm -hmm. our 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 instagram news feeds yeah facebook so many people post so much misinformation yes wrong Yes. Opinionated shit. I don't even. It's it's. I don't even. It's hard. And if yeah. people ask me, man, you didn't see my post, and I'd be like, bruh, closest yeah. friends. I'd be like, nah, I don't, cause I don't. Unless once I go two, three, four, five, and out of those five, whatever, there's three posts that irritates mm-hmm. me. I shut the shit down. I go, you don't fuck, and I just stop. It, it, cause it's, yeah, it's too much. It's too much of people. It's the craziest thing. It's the most, you know what? It's the most bipolar shit yeah. you could ever go through going through your news feed. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. man, I just had a baby. Damn, my mom just died. Happy National Cats Day. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? It's like, how yeah. the fuck? It's, it's, it, and it's constant. And so it's like, especially us comedians, yeah. because we 
and just add so many people, we see a lot of mm-hmm. tragic news. All like it's like and good at the same. Yeah. It's like it's too much. And everything you consume, it's interpretive. You know what I mean? Like you can watch a stand-up special and I'll hate it and you like it. Right. You can see something on the news and I'll get this from it and you might get something else from it. Right. Like you might see something that Trump says and maybe you're going to be like, man, fuck him. He's racist. Maybe I'm going to go like, ah, I'm kind of hearing that this is good. You know what I mean? Like everything's right. interpret. It, it, everyone interprets things differently. Right. But that's so based on opinion. It's based on opinion. So now I'm only. So if I go, I'm going to turn off the news because it makes me upset. Yeah. And then you go look on people's Instagrams and Facebooks. All you're doing is getting like their version of what they saw on the news right <laughs> and how right. they interpreted it right so it's like either way you look at it it's misinformed right and it's well, a small pieces of the puzzle a true event of event is an event yeah but what i don't like is the repeated like pattern of that mm-hmm. when you're not really out there doing anything about it mm-hmm. that makes sense that's why I said, like, I've never been, like, a big protest guy, and I have to let my listeners know because I know that they listen to this podcast a lot, and I talk a lot of shit, and I, you know, I'm against the underground pedophilia in Hollywood. I believe it's real, and um, they did a protest for it, and I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to get off my ass. I'm going to go down there. I've right. never I've never in my life made a sign and, right, and right. held it there. You know what I mean, dude? It's like, it's not that I don't like standing up for a cause or that I diss people who do. It's just like, you know, you, you ever see guys doing something and you're like, ah, those pussies. You know, you know what I mean? Right. It's not like where I, it's not a manly thing to do to, you know, buy a big piece of construction paper <laughs> no, <laughs> and I, write I, something I, with no, a marker I, and go down there and hold it. Yeah, honk I your horn. It's just not me. I don't trip on that. Yeah. Because unity brings change. Yeah, So yeah. the more the numbers, mm-hmm. it's cool. And a thing like this but is more about awareness because people don't know about, about it. I'm talking about the people yeah. that be in that same crowd and you know who that, like how that person really is. Mm-hmm. And they don't really care about the cause. They're just doing it because everybody else is doing yeah. it. Yeah. And they want, the, they want those likes on Instagram. It's more of a yeah. me than actually about the person in that cause, if yeah. that makes sense. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. like, oh, I got the camera on me. I'm with everybody else. Look, I'm doing mm-hmm. that. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Cat's Live Matters. It's like, what? You don't cats. even have oh, you don't, you don't own a fucking cat, bro. You know, like, you know what I mean? You don't even, you're yeah. allergic to cats. And like, fucking, Hilarious. Like, so it's just, <laughs> it's just these people who it's right, dude. don't truthfully have it in them. Yeah. And that's what makes me angry. Yes. Like, like, like. If 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 something moves you and you've never done something and you feel you got to do something at that time, I understand that too, though. But if you go right back from that to being a shitty person, it's man, hypocritical. Fuck you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? My father used to say it when I was a little kid that people inside church on Sunday they'll say God bless you and shake your hand yeah. and smile. And he used to, and he used to say, and then when we leave, when we go in the parking lot, we all try to run each other over, and <laughs> and you know beat each other for the spots and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that, dude. It's oh, hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, like it's, it's actions totally speak louder than words or yeah. your signs. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm like, go down the, there and protest, but you got to be about that life real too. People, yeah, there are the like the a lot of those people who are protesting down there are mm-hmm. people that are truly activists. They're yeah. out there trying to... That's right. They, in schools, they're doing all these different things. You might not hear yeah. about them, but they that's how they live their life. Mm-hmm. Or they do other things in the pattern of their lives, whether they 
yeah take a kid in from the hood and help them yeah. that's part of mm-hmm. you, activism like you don't like people don't really truly understand the littlest thing causes a great change yeah you know it spills over because even if you help one kid that kid might help another kid and that mm-hmm. kid might help 10 kids and that kid might help 20 kids and so on and so forth yeah. it, it, it just becomes this wave like 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 they say uh it's cliche to say it but like the ripple in the pond you throw the pool the rock in the pond right. and it just mm-hmm. that's how it is but it's only one one yeah. stone that you throw in there like you know a domino I mean? effect yeah so so i get that but but for the people that just really ain't like that it's like i know I know, dude. It's hypocritical, and I think if you really want to help, start in your small circles first before you go right to, like you were saying in the beginning, you go right to the protests because you want to show people that you're there. But start in small circles first. like, like, uh, and, and another thing, too, is I get a little weary about certain causes and activists and like i want to really do some research and go how is this gonna like like i don't donate money until i go how is this money end up in your hand like if i care about black people like i want to help a black person yeah you know what i mean like uh, which like i i I never have to prove myself that i'm not racist you know me like i'm you know what i mean we're we're stand-up comics stand-up comics are brothers you know what i'm saying i'm not better than you and you're not better than me because we both have worked for free yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) we both got stage time for some chicken wings and a beef yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, we're the same. Right. I can't be a racist. You right. cannot be a stand-up comic and a racist. And if you are, you're in the right. wrong What's fucking business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. And and but, but I'm really weary about how things get started and how things get caused. Like, if there's a cause, like, look into where the money goes. So far, schools are closed. Kids are at home having to do online classes. I didn't see Black Lives Matter giving anybody a laptop. Any black kids that's trying to go to school at home. Maybe they don't even have a computer at home. I didn't see them donating any books. I didn't see them donating any fucking computers or laptops to make sure the kid can go to school. How is money helping? We don't don't know know if it happened, but how is the money helping black lives? Well, I don't I don't even know if any money is being collected. There is. Well, if there is, then we we, you would have to go. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. You you don't want me. You don't want me to go there. I would have to go into the. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I would have to find it and find the trace the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 that's why I want to say somebody does something like that. Uh huh. And and when it comes to money, what they should do is they should have like on that website. Mm -hmm. Like this is the figure. Yeah. This is all. This This is is what it's going to pay for. Other parties, right? Yeah. Everybody donate, and then there should be a list. Of all the donations that add up to exactly that amount. Yeah. And then it should be another list where money's being sp- spent. So people can click on it and go, oh, yeah, they, they spent this. And right. then that amount, when you subtract it from that, oh, that's why this is this much. Because they spend money doing this, this, yeah. this, and that. That's just computers. Mm-hmm. It's easy work. Yeah. Why people don't do that, don't know. It could be fabricated, true. Yeah. But at least you making an effort to, to, to right. just let the people know. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I think legally they have to put up their what they're doing with it or where it goes or how it's used. But right, right, right. Because because government wise, there's yeah. no way you can fabricate. Mm-hmm. They'll go, oh. But then again, did you know that I it's even say that it's legal if you give if you do a fundraiser or charity and you're giving seven percent to the cause and you're keeping the rest yourself? That's that's legally that's charity. Yeah, that's a donation. Yeah, seven percent only goes to let's say homeless. And you keeping the rest. I didn't know that. And it's still a a legal charity. People's doing it? And you can still call it a non-profit. Yeah, so when you donate to these, like, you know, you you see the kids on the commercials, you know, for 12 cents a day, you can feed them, like those type of things. 
I mean, they're probably giving 7%, like the minimum, to those organizations and keeping the rest for themselves. Is what I mean, I don't know for a fact, but that's what I would assume because that, that is the rule. You don't actually have to. I didn't know that. So, I thought you had to give 100%. Why would you? That's why I say, it no, it's charity? not 100%. It's Why would it be charity? Because that it's still considered charity because the rest of you're giving something. That's you're giving something, and, get, and it's a tax write-off. If, if if and the rest of it goes to, well, we're gonna pay for the employees who helped us raise all that money, which is still considered a nonprofit. Okay. Although I, they make I, a profit off that. it, though. I can get that though. Yeah. I can get. You set up an organization. You get this amount. You pay all it to mm-hmm. keep the organization going, and then you use the rest to. Right. But seven percent—that's preposterous. Yeah. That's like. Unless you're not breaking in that much money and your overhead is more, then you need to cut down your overhead. Yeah. It's like, come on now. Yeah. Most of this money should be going to the car. It's like if you go, <laughs> give, yeah, uh, you see a homeless back. guy begging for change and you go give him a dollar yeah. and there's like a like, white dude in front of him. <laughs> that goes, he gives him seven cents. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up, man. man. It's fucked up. That's why I say charity starts at home like or in your small circles. Like that. You know who you're helping, and I'm not saying go don't go out there and do big things, but I'm saying if don't like the people you asked for help, they told you no, and now they're all about BLM. But when you needed them about raising awareness about this guy who was racist right. in our industry, right? They they weren't there. Yeah. That's why I say like start in your circle. Yeah. Like I can go down there and march, and maybe it's gonna help, but I can help Doc. And bring awareness to someone treating him bad because of his skin color. Right. And that's my, I know 100% of that help is going to you. Right. Or to other comics that in well, this um, well, that facility. Was the, that was my whole point of it. Mm-hmm. And, but, and, and not, it ain't even that I like didn't want to go, period. It was like, I'm watching. Mm. Like they doing it. Yeah. You know, they don't need you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, if Doc would have showed up. Yeah. <laughs> we were one man one short. One man goddamn short. All these thousands. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, I, like, you can tell when. Bro, there was a little statue yeah, you could have grabbed. There, there, <laughs> there's the moment where you're needed, and mm-hmm. then there's a moment where you're not really needed. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if there's a car, right? And it's yeah, stuck a in car? a ditch. Yeah, okay. a car stuck in a ditch. All right. And there's four of us. And we all go out there. We all need to help lift yeah. this car out the ditch, yeah. right? The back end of it. Uh-huh. But if there's 30 of us, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? No, yeah. I'm going to be like, no, go ahead. Y'all Eight of them are going to be on the if side. I got to come help 30 of y'all, man. Y'all don't need to be fucking trying to get yes. the car. You weak motherfucker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So there's that. Yeah. So that's how I looked at it. I looked at it like, oh, okay. <laughs> they got this. It's yeah. cool. You know what I mean? But I gotcha. then there's the time where. And I ain't mad at you for it, dude. Because yeah, there's, there's plenty of good you can do no, with your if, family and your friends. You if know? I'm one of the first four or five mm-hmm. of the 30 that originally running out to go help get the car, yeah. then that's a different thing. See what I'm saying? Yeah, now you're stuck in there. You got to yeah. help. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, I'm shit. out here, and then more coming, and then boom. That's yeah. different. But when there's already, let's say, 15 there to get the car, fuck, I'm going out there for what? <laughs> y'all did a good job. I'm just saying, drinking yeah. my lemonade. Yeah, damn. Y'all got you know what's out. funny? You know LJ? Comedian, big buff black dude. Oh, LJ. LJ, yeah, yeah. He's like, 
50 years old. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I asked him, I was like, man, you're going to go down there in March? He was like, man, I did all my marching in the 60s <laughs> or 70s or whatever he said. I forgot. Hey. <laughs> so funny, dude. I, you know, man, I don't knock everybody that, that marched. That's not, of course not. That's not. I'm just saying. But don't march. And if then you really, truly ain't about that life like that. Yeah. Like, 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 not saying that you don't have to. And maybe I got to backtrack on what I said based on. You have to be an activist all your life. Mm-hmm. That's not what I. You don't really have to do that. But what I mean is just a person that stand up for things. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got you. That's truly what an activist is. It's yeah. not about black issues. Yeah. It's about anything that's going wrong. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is these same people on different levels. Yeah. Not just even on the thing that happened with me with the racist thing. At the, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's it's also just yeah. watching them and seeing how they move with other people. Yes. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not. Yeah, 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 but you're not this person. Yeah. And I'm not going down there with you mm-hmm. because you call me or text me and like, no, nah, that's not who you are. Yeah. Like, okay, we we, we done with that. Yeah, we ain't going to make a picnic out of this. Yeah. Bro, call yeah. up yeah. five of our boys. Yeah. We didn't go down Bro, there. We're going to bring beers. <laughs> Just be a good person, man. <laughs> Just everybody try your hardest, not only at marches. And if you want to go to the march, go to the march. But besides the march, every day try to be a good person person it's Man. hard but you know what it ain't that hard it ain't it well you know what i mean being a human being it is hard being good because i don't know about you but i've said something to somebody out of anger or gotten mad sure. or saying you know whether it's your wife your girlfriend your sister your brother your whoever yeah. you just get mad and you like fuck yeah. so like but the aspirations to be a good person mm-hmm. that's what life is about yeah because you ain't all you're not always gonna be 100 percent good sometimes you're gonna go god damn i shouldn't have said that all. You know what <laughs> for I'm sure saying? yeah i know myself i've been like man shit. have you ever heard the term in stand-up comedy I, i've heard it used when they talk about doing crowd work uh, that you don't have to hit the target you just have to hit the tree with crowd work no i never heard it so with crowd work, you don't have to hit like the best comeback ever. You just gotta hit the tree. Like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? An audience is gonna think it's funny because it's you just came up with it on the spot. So it right. doesn't have to be like the golden comeback. Oh yeah. I never so even so the of term that. is you don't have to hit the target. You just gotta hit the tree with right. crowd work. So I think of that when I think of like being a good person. It's like it in the terms of it not being that hard. It's like you don't even have to hit the target with being a good person. You just got to hit the tree. Oh, that's real talk. Like, you just got to... The effort is everything. Yeah. Like, you yeah. may not be the best person in the world. And like you said, you say things when you don't mean, when you're angry and stuff like that. But when you go to the grocery store, you you know what I mean? You're, you're nice to the people working there. You wish them a happy day. You ask them, how are they doing? Like, you make people's day just go better if you can. Right. You know what I mean? If you can help someone, help someone. Just day to day, situation by situation, person by person, try your best. And sometimes life is just evil. But always, sometimes you're dealt like two shitty things. But just do the the less shittier one, yeah, the yeah, lesser evil, possible, yeah. and you're hitting the tree. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know That's what I mean? As simple as that. And, yeah. But also too, like, man, it's okay when you mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that's a big problem in Hollywood. Like they they're afraid to show that they mess up. They're afraid yeah. to show that man, this is be happening in our lives. Yeah. And this is this craziness is is going on and that's why when you see the bad guy that everybody loves or that gets in all the trouble and everybody loves the reason they love that guy because they go yeah finally Mm -hmm. when robert downey jr was struggling with the crack right everybody was like god 
God damn. Mm-hmm. You just like, and he was going through the motions and going through what he was yeah. going through. And people was like, you know what? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And that's, it. it's, when, when, when people see that vulnerability in you on both sides, even when you watch The Rock. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever paid attention to his Instagram. Yeah, and a little this bit. Is why, the reason I brought him, brought him up because he'd be cussing. Mm. He'd be He's a real dude, yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, this motherfucker. He'd even be like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck the kids. I'm a cut. <laughs> yeah, just cut tequila. Yeah. You'd be like, The Rock is one of the most. And then he tells you, yeah, I got arrested for doing this and I was mm-hmm. messing up. And, and you're like. Keeps uh, it real. Yeah, and you're like. I used to try to hate this guy so much, hmm. and I would even talk to E and O, and I'm like, "Man, it's kind of rock." Yeah, and, but I might not a lot, but I might have said a few things to him, or maybe to somebody else. I can remember exactly who it was. But it's like, he's like, every time I'm like, "Dang, this dude is always trying to be his best," but at the same time, he gives you both sides. Yeah, and I think that's what people gravitate to. With right, him. and it's like I've a, heard his 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 work ethic is just monstrous, dude. Like. Man, I, I aspire to have that guy's fucking work ethic. That which dude like, is only a year I'll older get there, than dude. me, bro. <laughs> Don't you hate that? And then, and then I'm like, <laughs> this guy got a goddamn fucking yacht chain on his neck. Mm-hmm. And on them chains, you fucking tied He just bought boat um, to the, to the, XFL <laughs> well, the yacht today. chain, the freight, freight, big old freighter freighter boats. Uh, yeah, yeah. With the big ass chain that they dropped the anchor. The you anchor, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Anchor chain. He have it on his neck. Yeah, dude. Exercising, and I'm over here with a ten pound dumbbell. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ, this is <laughs> man. <laughs> like that dude, he puts in work. Not it's hard to compare lies, but I, I, I definitely want people at one point to look back at me and say, "Dude, that dude's work ethic was." I want somebody to say that about me one day, man. So I, I'll I keep, I keep working for that. When I, when I look at one of the people who kind of. Not kind of who inspired me when he was younger, before he passed away, was Tupac. Mm. And Tupac, he said a, 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 a real genuine line that I was inspired to be. He said, I don't want to be a role model. I want to be a true model. Mm. And that means showing both sides no matter what. Mm. Just keep it real. Yeah, because that's why you hear it. He, first, he's talking about lifting women, and then he's talking about bitches. And then yeah. he goes, wait, wait, wait. Listen to the lyrics of the who I'm calling the bitch, though. You yeah. saying, I'm saying bitch, but listen who you I'm calling the bitch. I'm not calling the bitch the hard-working woman. Mm-hmm. I'm calling the bitch you setting up dudes to get killed. You, I'm supposed to call that a good woman right there? No, right. that's a bitch. You just got to call yeah, it like yeah, it is. Yeah, you got to call it like it is. And that, yeah, I respect that, too. Yeah, that dimension. And when you both like that, I think people are quick to forgive you more mm-hmm. than they are versus if you pretend to be this other person. And then later on, it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it yeah. is. I got you, dude. Well, dude. It was great talking with you, man. Yeah, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, I haven't talked to a lot of comics in a while. <laughs> but it's, it's nice. Corona, I'm starting man. to go out a little bit here and there and, and, and meet up with comics. And, and uh, That's good. Some of the places are open outdoors, you know. Um, but that was good, dude. Um, yeah, I'm sweating my balls off over here. You were over there with the fan. I told you to get uh, the fan. I, I got to change my bandage when I sit here sweating, dude. This thing starts to come. I cut my what finger happened? like pretty bad. How did you do that? I was washing a glass. And like the glass broke mid wash, right, yeah. you know, you got the sponge inside. Yeah, you too hard on it. I yeah. was like washing it, and like glass broke, and I was still doing the turn. Yeah, you. And you like, broke dude, the glass oh. like got deep, sliced the whole like flesh off and Bro, everything. I got the same scar right here. Really? Yeah, right here from putting my hand in the glass. That little oh. L shape right there. That come from me putting dude. my hand and twisting, and it popped. 
something in it. The edge caught my yeah. hand as it was spinning and ripped the meat right there. Yeah, same here, dude. I know here, exactly dude. what you're talking this about. This is, uh, I got to keep changing this thing every two hours. And when I sit here sweating, like it, the tape starts to come oh. off. I got to redo my bandage. Um, anyway, dude, it was great to catch up with you, man. Great, great talking with you. With you. And um, hopefully, do these comedy clubs will be booking us and we'll be out there working. <sighs> Or at least I'll be out there seeing you around. Yeah, my again. God willing, I'm I'm about like I'm I'm ready to just like get it going. Yeah, because like I say, that was the main reason why I left the store. And so, just when I started getting, I got a little festival here and there, and doing New York, and then getting a little spots here and there. So I said to myself, like, oh, I'm gonna I'm get it. Yeah, and fuck, it's but time, listen, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's time. all it is. It's nothing else. What else are we gonna do? We got nothing to lose. Yeah, everybody's moving. Businesses moving. are closing. Is that really real? Like I keep hearing. Everybody's moving, about bro. Everybody's How gone. They move or they say they're gone. They're gone. Who left? I know people are gone. Who left? Bro, Rogan's gone. Rogan left already. Joey's gone. Joey left. He's about to. He already bought his house out of state. Where is he moving to? Jersey, going back home. So he's going to Jersey. Mm-hmm. I heard Rogan's going to Austin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I heard Simone might go to Florida. Well, you know what's funny? Yeah, Simone. Jimmy Schubert right. might go to Florida. Okay. Okay. And well, I mean, with today's day, you can do that. Yeah. You know, Hollywood. And those guys, they work Hollywood the road anyway. They can live anywhere. Man, those. Are, we'll see, dude. But either way, it's time. It's time for us, bro. Yeah. It's time to make some big moves. If you're not gonna make big moves, then why make moves at all? You know what I'm saying? Every time. Get out I've there and make big moves. You're gonna go to New York. You're gonna go to New York. Is uh, hopefully the rent gonna go down the road, but <laughs> I'll be out there here in Hawaii. I hate to you think take so? advantage of. Nah, I'm gonna have to give me a little Latina chick out there and move out. There. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> That'll be the next move. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but we'll see, dude. But, I might be going somewhere, but I I think well, I, woman I've been talking about moving too, dude. But I think I would do a partial move. I'm not gonna straight up give up on L. A. Well, um, I you're got born decent rent. Here, right? I'm born and raised here. My right, family's right. here. I got decent rent here, right. and I want to give that up right now. I do too. But if I did move, I would move to an inexpensive, clean, good neighborhood. Maybe Austin. I've been thinking about Austin. My wife and I are going to go next month to check it out. Just to move her into a safe neighborhood. And if I have to, I got both apartments. I'd come well, back and forth. The only reason I would move to New York is you know why. I mean, There's more comedy there, too. Yeah, it's a stand-up mechanism. Mm-hmm. You can't. This place in, in New York is light years different. I know. Stand-up-wise, you cannot... If you and just when you name the legends, mm-hmm. they all ran that circuit. Mm-hmm. All of, mostly all the famous people from no, Kevin I know. Hart yeah. to George Carlin to Richard Pryor to uh, Carlin, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Chappelle, Martin Lawrence. Even though they all came from D.C., they all came from that that whole East Coast mm-hmm. pocket: Boston, Jersey, New yeah, York, right, D.C., yeah. Philly. It's mm-hmm. all that whole pocket is where most of the, like, it's like, are you kidding? Like, when I look at the list, I'm like, what? Yeah, Seinfeld. Hey. It's just like, are you kidding? Like, amazing. It can't, you got nothing to lose. Louis to, to, to live there for a little Sarah while. Yeah. Work Wanda the clubs Sykes. for a little it's while, bro. Like, yeah, Patrice O'Neal. That's right. Bill Burr. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, bro. Rogan. Like, That's true. Bro. You just That's said true. it. Joey Diaz, Jersey. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You never know, Dan. Yeah, you never. We'll know. see where this takes us, but either way, I'm doing some big moves, dude. I'm just, it's time to start. But you guys, thank you so much for listening. 
make sure you click the link in the description to sign up for Share a Sale. Start getting paid for your podcast. Get some, get yourself some sponsors. Um, let's see what else. Make sure you guys do me a big favor. Download my comedy album. Like I said in the beginning, because of the COVID, the warehouse closed. I didn't get to come out when I wanted it to, so I got no, I, I didn't get to do no pre-sale. So it's just out there. I, I found out last week my album's out. I didn't even oh, know. Dope. Is so, it at least on iTunes, Spotify, and all those? Uh, everywhere, dude. Okay, Worldwide all, release. You guys, please go download it. Some of you guys are already got Apple or, or Amazon Music, so it's literally a free download for you. All I got to do is click a button, and I still get the credit. So help me climb these charts. I didn't have a good head start because they didn't let me do pre-sale. But, um, so I'll put the links for Apple and Amazon in there. But listen, you guys, you, you know how to search for download CDs. like You like you guys do it all day, so uh, you know where to find it. And uh, I want to give a big thank you to my co-host, Kevin Lyons, who's still out of town taking care of his family. And he's here in spirit, but he still does a good job of editing all these. And uh, I want to give a big thank you to Doc Willis for stopping Doc by. Willis it was great to see Doc you, man. Doc Willis Comedy. Look me up on the gram. Don't really post that much, but you know what that <laughs> Yeah. When he is doing a show, he'll post. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I want to really. thank all of you guys for continuing to support the Homeschool Podcast and me. I'm Augustino Zoida. This is Homeschool Podcast. See you guys next time. Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool the homeschool podcast. Why? Because he was homeschooled. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> <laughs>